Hi there, and welcome to another episode of We Read It One Night, a podcast where two sisters basically have a weekly catch-up call interspersed with occasional tidbits about romance. This week, we're rolling along with our watch-along series, talking about episode three of Bridgerton season one. In today's episode, we demand justice for Prince Friedrich, lament the lack of Bye Benedict in the franchise, and generally just meander our way through a lot of tangents and an arguably pretty filler episode. We also have a super exciting announcement, and that's that tomorrow, March 1st, we're dropping brand new designs on our Etsy store, Evelyn and Adelaide, which is named after, you guessed it, our cats. (laughs) The designs are feminist, they're queer, they're bookish, they're funny, they're romance-themed, they have some Taylor Swift vibes, so head on over and check them out. And while you're listening, don't forget to leave us a rating and review and enjoy the show. So I was trying to buy a full-length mirror on Facebook Marketplace because my new apartment that I moved into after my catalytic converter got stolen, <laughs> um, it's like the weirdest layout. It's like this long hallway and it's it's called a studio, but like there is a bedroom, but the bedroom has no windows and it's like in the back of the apartment. So, so they're not legally allowed I to call it a put, one Well, I guess – no, I think it's I think it's not – I think it's a studio because, like, there's no separate living room. Like, it's just, like, a kitchen with, like, a space next to it. And that's where I put my bed is basically the kitchen. So the bedroom, so the bedroom quote, unquote, is just, like, a huge glorified walk-in closet for me right now. So I want to get, like, a full, like, mirror <laughs> in it. I think you are incorrect about the living room thing because that's, that's the same – honestly, there's more separation between your kitchen oh, that's and living true, room actually. than there was between mine. And my, I live in a two-bedroom. I think it's the window thing. I'm pretty sure there's like a yeah. federal regulation that it's like if if it doesn't have a window, you can't call it a bedroom mm. for like escape reasons. It can't for like be federal, maybe like reasons. state. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I was trying to get it from this lady on Facebook Marketplace and like she offered to drop it off and like this was like on Tuesday and then like, I don't know, it just didn't work out. And just now I messaged her. I was like, hi, I'm still interested, like happy to pick it up or whatever. I'm free all day tomorrow, which is Sunday. And she responds mm-hmm. – Okay, I'll meet you at the Kroger at 8 a.m. I okay. When I say I'm available all day Sunday, I don't know. I guess I guess for some people you that means go to church starting at the crack know? of dawn. Yeah, I, should, I, should, I could say that. There's probably she, it's Lent right now. There's probably you think some she sort has of, to go to church. Yeah. Then why is she offering to meet me at 8 a.m.? I should say I have church, so I can't meet her at 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> like. Ma'am. Yeah, that's very rude. It's like when I am scheduling stuff for work and they're like, let's start bright and early, 9 a.m. And oh I'm, like, God, I'm like, I'm like, I just, is this, is that not like common knowledge that like you don't schedule meetings before 10? Like, also, I don't I know. Ju- people are crazy. Why do I just meetings? feel like Why that's have like, work start at nine? Like, that's ridiculous. That's, I just, I just feel like it's like, that's like, that's like the etiquette. That's like the corporate etiquette. Don't start. Don't schedule a meeting before ten. I feel like it's it was it's been so. I mean, it has been. It's been like a month since we did the first two episodes of Bridgerton. Welcome, listener. This is Bridgerton. We're back on the Bridgerton bullshit. This is episode three. We. <laughs> Why did you say I don't that? Know. I I couldn't think of anything else that rhymed <laughs> with three. I was trying to think of something like 
off a fly. As you mentioned, it's 10.30 p.m., okay? And there's an Adderall shortage, so I didn't take an Adderall Don't today. Don't give me that. You, you well know you stay up till like 2 at least. I changed a headlight yesterday all by myself. Wow. It's actually really easy, girls. Like not – I mean like the bulb. Like it's literally just like – it's really easy. light bulb. <laughs> Not quite, but like, yeah, you just have to like look up where it is in your car and you like pull it out and then you put the new one in and then you put it back in and then you do the other side and then you shut the hood. Wow. I know. I was really impressed with myself. The reason I figured this out, that I, the reason I was like inspired to do it on my own is because so my catalytic converter was stolen. The triple A <laughs> helped me. <laughs> and... He was supposed to take me to this like expensive garage like close by, but then he was like, I, I asked him, I was like, do you know anywhere like cheaper? And he's like, oh, like you know, as long as don't tell anyone, whatever. Listener, don't tell any. I mean, listen, I don't think this is gonna get back to the <laughs> you're like gods. Um, but I went to this like other one, and then the that person like was like, oh, is there anything else? And I was like, oh, my friend needs like a headlight fix, like. Can you do that? And they were like, you shouldn't pay for that. Like literally just like I can come by and like put it in like in two seconds. And that's when I was like, okay, I guess like if he could do it in two seconds, like I can do it. And so I like Googled it. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like there's so many car things that like you watch a video and it's like, oh, this is so easy. Like seems so simple. And then it still takes like forever. Yeah. I know how to disconnect my battery now, but like, I don't know. It's always like more complicated, like finding where the parts are. I feel like it's also just because you're there's like a higher anxiety about fucking up than like other things that you can teach yourself. Because like if you if you fuck up your car, like you fuck up your car, that's it. You don't get another. You oh, don't get a do over. I guess over. so. I feel like in my head, it's like a fear of like being electrocuted or something. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, that's a level of fucking up. Like again, other most yeah. other things are not going to electrocute you. Yeah, but like if you think about it, like it's really just like a machine. I don't know. It shouldn't be that complicated. I just – why? 8 a.m. on a Sunday? <laughs> I I guess I should realize that other people, like, consider that a nor- – like, Yeah, a I don't time. know whether other people consider, like, 8 a.m. Like, there, there, has, to be, there has to be an upper limit, though. Like, if I say I'm available all day Sunday, you would never come back and say, come meet me at 4 a.m., you know? Yeah. And I feel like the upper limit should be 12 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 11, maybe. I feel like the upper limit is close the by. sun. The upper limit is the sun. So if that, if it was – if the sun rose at 5.15, you'd say 5.15? I wouldn't. <laughs> but some weirdos might. <laughs> I just feel like general broadest rule of thumb is if you're meeting a stranger from the internet, do it during daylight hours. I just feel like as far as common courtesy goes, like, why would you? Um, so we're doing Bridgerton – so episode three starts with a romantic dream Wait, of Simon. What? What? Before – I'm rolling it back to the poster, which I um, noticed as I was, like, making the, like, Instagram episode post. And um, Daphne's bangs are Photoshopped on. Wait, are they? On the poster. Oh, how if do you If you know? look at them – because you can just see it. It's like the most amateur Photoshop job I've ever fucking seen. They're not even the same color as the rest of her hair. Like, they just look like they're like floating on her little head. Look at it. Look at the poster. And like what zoom poster? in. <laughs> the season one poster. I don't know. I believe you. I can't. I feel like I can never tell that kind of stuff as well, though. I mean, like, I get it, I guess. Like, why do a character's why? hair when you can just draw it on? I don't know. Well, well. 
Except it's a wig. It's a wig. It's they didn't have to do the actress's hair. She's wearing a wig the whole show. Really? Her her stupid little bangs look even more stupid on the poster (laughs) because they're photoshopped on. (laughs) Okay. All right. So this is what I would consider a filler episode, which is interesting because this is like a limited series. Like the story is only eight episodes long, but it's basically just like Daphne dates Prince Friedrich who deserves justice. Simon is like angsty and like waffles back and forth. Uh, Yeah. It's just like, I feel like nothing really happens (laughs) that actually affects the long-term plot. I guess the Prince Friedrich thing starts in this episode. Yes. And that's like a- I, justice, justice for him. Just he didn't deserve Daphne to just use him like this. She did she like use him. him? She did. Well, sure, listen, but she You don't think she liked him at all? What? I think she liked him, but I think she was fucking pining after Simon the whole time. They're dancing at the Yeah. This is the next episode. I won't say it. I'm just saying. Also, listen, Cressida Cowper is a bitch, but like I feel for her because like she is well on her way towards wooing this prince. And then Simon breaks up with Daphne and Daphne decides that like she's going to go for the prince now. And I was yeah, like, and you know what? I thought, I thought that too. And then for some reason I, I wrote down like, yeah, she's kind of bright like when she calls Daphne on it. But like there was some reason I was like, she's not wrong, honestly. But, like, there was some reason that I was, like, I don't know. I don't really care that – I mean, I know she's, like, she is a bitch. But, like, there was something else yeah. that I was, like, I guess he doesn't really like her that much. And, like, she no, doesn't really like him no. that much anyway. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. we're talking – if we're saying that Daphne's tricking him, like, Cressida would have been tricking him too. Oh, no. The, my my justice for Prince Friedrich is completely different from my sympathy for Cressida. The, those are two different emotions. They're not linked. Sure, sure. Head. But, like, they are kind of a similar – Not mm. – like, you're saying justice for it because she was using him, but Cressida would have also been using him. No, no, no. Because I don't care whether Cressida ultimately got him. It was just, for me, it was, like, girl code. Like, Daphne, like, is mm. just, like, stepping in only because her, like, first choice dumped her. It's, like, yeah, girl. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, but Kind of rude. Okay. Again, Cressida's yeah. a bit, like, it's different. Like, <laughs> they're separate yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. We get it. We get in this at the beginning, like they're on a date, um, mm-hmm. right? At eating Regent Sierra ice cream, and there's like that whole scene where Simon's licking the spoon, and it's like supposed to be all sexy, and like you know people use it in their gifts or whatever. Did they delete part of that scene? Because I was watching, and like there's there was I remember a like very drawn out part where it's just like Daphne's like he's like licking the ice cream spoon and Daphne's like oh my god he's licking the ice cream spoon like it's like a moment and I don't remember that happening I don't remember him having like a sensual spoon licking scene I have literally no memory of any of that (laughs) I don't know any gifts you know the spoon licking no what what, gifts it was in episode three no I believe you gifts G-I-F. Yeah, where on what on like Instagram? Just like or on the internet, like I don't just people. That was one of the screen grabs <laughs> people would post from season one. Like I, I don't I know. Believe, listen, I believe you. I have no memory, but absolutely. You do. You don't have memory of this happening in the episode of them being at the 
ice cream shop and him licking the spoon. Like of it being long, of like gifts existing. You're focusing on the gifts. I need you to not focus on the – forget I set, mentioned any gifts. Okay. I'm just talking about that scene. Like there was like one shot. I felt like it was longer. Yeah, I don't Anyway, know. the only way I referenced it in my notes was as Spoongate. So like I feel like there's some kind of conspiracy <laughs> going on here. <laughs> We're definitely good. Listen, you could be right. <laughs> so going off of the Prince Friedrich thing, like Daphne's like finally starting to get proposals again, like unclear why. Because like she went from like being, you know, whatever, like the diamonds to then like what's his face? Anthony, like ruining that. Being and then now for being now like all of a sudden the Simon thing is like working, I guess, which is nice. We have Daphne roasting Prince Friedrich. She's like, I felt more chemistry when I was being fitted at the Modiste or like maybe she's talking about some other like random just- guy. And I was like, oh, and maybe you should know. explore that, Daphne. Like, yeah, well, she <laughs> does. Her chemistry with the modiste. Her chemistry with the modiste. With what's her face? <laughs> with Madame Delacour. Yeah. Yeah, and she has an orgasm for the first time, right? She, like, masturbates, right? She masturbates for the first time, yeah. She, well, she so. has an orgasm because oh. it's, like, the music swells and she goes, oh, and her, like, neck, you know, tenses like it does in this whole season. Like, Yeah. She definitely, yeah. And I was just like, it's kind of rude of this show to portray her having an orgasm the very first time she masturbates after like 30 seconds. <laughs> I was like, that's a, I don't appreciate this. I don't know. Everyone's different. I mean, she's got a lot of pent up. Yeah. But also like, I just feel like she's never even thought to like, I, I just feel like you you don't unlearn that kind of sexual shame in 30 seconds just because some hot duke told you well, to but tingle the, wingle. The, the, well, no. Can you please never say that again? Um, <laughs> no, but like but she doesn't even have any sexual shame. She just literally knows nothing, you know? So it's almost like they went so far in one direction that like at least there isn't any like – It's a circle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We have the like classic Daphne and Anthony warm milk convo conversation and like they can't figure out how to use the stove. But what I want to know is like where do, are they getting cold milk from to begin with? Like how are they keeping There's their milk cold? Like a do you have any? Cellar, like a cellar, like underground. Oh. There's probably like a – like you know those like in the – you know. Sure. The, like, would that work? And yeah. they're rich. I'm sure they have ice. They import it so from they Norway. They know where they, how to get to the cellar, but they don't know how Evidently. to turn the stove on. Listen, I here's get my it. Th- I hate here's gas my thing. Stoves. Right. Well, that's my thing. That's what I was going to say. Like, I know. What are you looking at? Uh, my it's gas un- stove. It's a. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, you were listen. looking at something in fear, and I was like, is someone banging well, down yeah, your door? Yeah, because I'm scared <laughs> of the gas, your gas stove. No, so I. Sorry. I'll. So, okay, so my new apartment has gas for the first time I've ever had it. I hate it. And so the gas man had to come and turn on the stove. And first of all, my window was from four to eight. And I was like moving that day and just literally driving back and forth across town. At 2.38 p.m., I just happened to be here. Like I was about to leave. There's a knock on my door. It's the gas man. No, He's like, yes, I am two hours early. What of it? You know, it was nice, but like bold. So he comes in, he turns on the gas. He's like, oh, yeah, I was looking at the meter upstairs. It looks like this one knob was like turned on a little bit. Just make sure you turn it off completely. I was like, great. I've never touched these. So it's just been on this whole time. And so my friend was helping me move and like was bringing stuff over. And like, I swear, I had this teapot that I got from Walmart. It's only $5. It's a little janky. Uh But it's a good teapot. It's nice and blue. It has a lid. It had a lid. I swear (laughs) there was a lid before the gas van came. 
And then after the gas man left, the lid was gone. So the guy, like, I'm not trying to throw any accusations. Maybe but he like, collects souvenirs. No, like, I'm really, no, maybe a mild like version book? of a serial no, he's killer. A, maybe he's just a kleptomaniac, you know? Like, <laughs> but it's fine because I'm going to be too scared to use my stupid gas stove anyway. Yeah, no, I was like, listen, like, this scene is both like, oh, poor little rich children don't know how to use a stove. Mm-hmm. But also I'm like, it's me. Like, that's. That was exactly me. the first no. time I used a gas stove. Like I'm not, yeah. and it's fun. Like the rich kids today in our modern day, it's the rich kids who have the gas stove, <laughs> like in their the fancy, home, you know, like. Yeah, well, it's and I just, you know, what I really, I just want to, what? Oh, I was gonna say, I wonder like, if that's true. Me. I don't know if that's true universally. Like here, oh, gas is a lot cheaper than electric. Here, I think it just like depends. Anyway, what were you saying? You think it's like yeah. what? No, I, I just like I just imagine like the servants coming down the next morning, you know, at the crack of dawn while like those two goobers are still asleep in bed and being like, oh, let me just make something with milk. And then there's no milk because Anthony and Daphne have left it out on the counter and it's like curdled. I just like I know that that happened. I know that they didn't remember. Also, they definitely like backwashed in it because they're drinking straight from the bottles. And they don't finish the milk at the end of that scene. I just really – I have a lot of health concerns for the milk. Yeah. No, they definitely did not listen. And not that I can really judge because I did just buy heavy cream at the grocery store and then like <laughs> didn't get home for another three hours. I think it's fine. I think it's Probably. fine. I did have a pretty um, traumatic incident at work like a few weeks ago though where like there was random milk cartons still in the fridge and like one of them, I think it had the expiration date was like literally the day before. So I was like, I'll just use this. I'll put it in my coffee. And I put it in. And thank God I like thought to smell it before drinking any of it because it was so <laughs> nasty. And then the rest of them, like some of them were literally curdled, even though they like literally a day before was the expiration date, which like to me, I don't know. I just feel like usually that's fine. Like there's no issue. Not here. <laughs> Apparently not here. <laughs> not so in Texas. As in, <laughs> yikes! Yeah, yikes! I also <laughs> learned that like the expiration date is not a hard and fast rule. In so far, not as like like I feel like most people know like a day or two after the expiration date, as long as it like for most smells days, yeah. fine, like it's fine. But for milk, so like the milks that are local local grocery store not to brag but like the expiration dates have been like 2 to 3 weeks from now like for the past few months every time i go to buy milk like i'm i think the current milk we have right now expires like march 16th like it's are insane are you saying that's a long time or not a long time i'm saying that's a long time usually it's like under oh. 2 weeks for sure like 10 days anyway uh, i just yeah, i it's, i feel like it's not as consi- anyway it's been very consistently like a long period but mm-hmm. the last milk that we had expired february 22nd and on like February 20th, I was making myself some tea and I was like, this tea tastes funky. And Whoa. then I smelled the milk and the milk smelled funky. And I was like, wow, you're not supposed to expire. And I Something's think it's going on. it really. Yeah. No, I think it just depends on how long because the milk had been open. That's why I brought up the fact mm. that it was like a long time. And then mom said something about like, yeah, it's like act- like it depends on how long the milk has been open. Like the expiration date is like for unopened milk. Oh, so that's old. <laughs> watch that's out. Old. Wait, so milk. like. This is when it'll expire if you just never drink your milk. You yeah, I get. Like, or if you just use it all in one go, just like chunk. The milk. What the fuck? 
I don't know. All I know is that on February 20, on the 19th, the tea tastes a little funky, but I was like, maybe that's just because I ate something or like whatever. Like I just eat something. I was like, maybe it's just the taste. But then the next day it also tasted funky. And I was like, this is a bad sign. Hmm. Wee wee expired <laughs> milk. Do you remember that movie, that Disney Channel original movie, Dairy Girls, starring Allie and AJ? Yeah. Wait, without oh dairy, like D-A-I-R-Y. Yes, I dairy do. Girl. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, not dairy girls. With that and like the Minotaur milking farm. But okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's like the main conflict, spoiler alert for Dairy Girls starring Allie and AJ. Um but there's like a, a conflict where like AJ is like being angsty about missing her cotillion or whatever mm-hmm. and like types in the date of her cotillion instead of like the actual like expiration date. And so all the like oh, stuff no. that they send out oh. is like expired and they're like, oh, well, no. we, we legally can't like even though it's not expired, like we legally can't like put a different expiration date on it. So like basically like all of this dairy products mm. are wasted. Oh, 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 I see, I see. Okay. Oh, I thought the direction I thought it was going to go in was like she put one that was way like in the future and then like a bunch of people get food poisoning. <laughs> I feel like that's a little too dark for a Disney Channel original movie for a decom. Yeah, but like somehow no one – like because, you know, it's probably unli- – it's unlikely to die from spoiled milk, but like if you're a child or an old person or like, you know, some people die. Yeah. So no one would die. I mean, it would just sometimes- be like it, – you know, it actually could – it actually would be totally on brand. It would be like the whole – because I don't really remember that much, but like they're probably like in a small town. It would just be like the, all the townsfolk are like running to the bathroom or something like or like you hear like that's the what gurgle, I'm saying like the gurgle gurgle sound effect you know like maybe people haven't died but like my butt has died from no but like that's actually <laughs> really no actually like now that I'm saying that like the diarrhea laxative poop jokes like that's very on par on brand for like that era of kids content like think of like the Iron Giant yeah. like that oh, particular yeah. scene like put the laxative in the mean adults yeah. drink and they immediately had to go shit themselves. Yeah. First of all, it's not how laxatives work. Yeah. If anyone's under any illusions, <laughs> somehow. Why do I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast? We have. We absolutely before. have. I have we no absolutely idea. have. <laughs> because we're a poop family. No, I feel like it was one of our earlier episodes, like like episode like six or something. <laughs> like we're talking Probably. about shit. Because so like, thank you, listener. If you've been around since, have you stuck through the poop jokes? Like, thank you. Because Welcome. I feel like that's a gimmick in some book. Yeah, definitely. Like, if that's oh for how they... sure. No, I feel like poop oh, and like oh, wait, fart wait, wait, wait. Jokes was it still the... a thing in like kids movies? Was it the? Not, it's not even joke. It's like using it to like distract the back. Was it in the dragon? The dragon, the Blackstone dragon, and she's like, <gasps> trying to get the bodyguard or whatever to like leave the hospital room yes. and so she like drugs him with laxatives. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like episode three. It was even yeah. earlier. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Wow. As far as I know, it still doesn't work, people, but it doesn't work. Do not um, recommend. <laughs> Find other ways to incapacitate your laxatives? I guess just yeah, like things prunes. like really high in fiber. Yeah, like prunes. Yeah, but I feel like, I don't know. In my mind, I associate laxatives with something that's like, oh, you're really about to shit. You know no, what I mean? Instead of just like normal fiber. No, you I understand. It with that because of the kids movies. I understand <laughs> that. I'm just saying like that's why I was like, what are natural, like just things high in fiber. Like that's what I'm saying. Mm, yeah. Like spicy food for some people. It irritates your stomach. Yeah, prune maybe. juice, but I don't really understand how prune juice would work, honestly. But I you know, because you're taking out yeah. all the fiber when you juice the prunes. Maybe there's also just, like, why is it called prune? I mean, come on, I know this isn't a novel thought, but like, why is it called prune juice? That makes no sense. 
Instead mm, maybe of that's how juice. they make prunes. Wait, wait. They squeeze all of the. <laughs> Listen, waste not, want not. Okay, but There's that's not idea. how they make grape not- juice. <laughs> no, it's not. But no. <laughs> but is that how they make raisins? You don't know. No. Why not? <laughs> They don't do it to make grape juice. They wouldn't do it to make raisins. Like those two things are actually, like. It doesn't make sense because the sugar would have to come too. And the sugar can't yeah. be both in the raisins and the grape juice. Listen. Anyway, plum juice. Well, they juice. could add sugar to the grape juice. Anyway. They could really do a rebrand. If they wanted plum juice to become like a new thing, like like the same thing <laughs> like orange juice or apple juice or like mango juice or pineapple juice, whatever. Fruit cocktail. I mean, come on. Plum. Plum juice. It's just plum. Can't you just imagine that 50s, like some kind of commercial? It's like, I'm plum juiced out. It's plum juice. Like, I don't know. It's just plum juice in here, around here. <laughs> Are you done? Oh, plum. Okay, Have you saying. been possessed by like a, a like a Midwestern farmer or something? Like what's going on? Like a Plains area farmer. Midwestern. Like a Plains area. What's that? What's that area called besides like the Plains? The Midwest? The Great Plains? Well, that's what I'm saying. The mid is that the Midwest? Yeah, or is yeah, the Midwest yeah. just know, like Illinois? Not, I don't like, think that's where plums are grown. Like Minnesota, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, I yeah. don't think those are where plums are born. But I was just imagining the guy that's like, they'll lose the farm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or whatever. Did you know that there's an American plum native to North America from Saskatchewan wow. and Idaho south to New Mexico and east to Quebec, Maine, and Florida? Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty wide territory for that plum. It is like very, very weird though, but it's it's a very like niche part of the country still. Like it's it's weird. It's like not. It's like it goes north and south, which I think is pretty unusual. But like mm. not all the way east yeah. and west. Mm, I like European plums. Right, okay, listen. Anyway. Speaking of sibling thing and in this, they have another g- gay sibling powwow yeah. with Benedict and Eloise. And Benedict's like, "Are you Lady Whistledown? Is it you?" <laughs> and also i appreciate the fact that like they show benedict so benedict's like the art brother Mm -hmm. right so they show him drawing and they specifically show him drawing hands and i'm like this was actually very good foresight because it shows that ai will never replace benedict specifically Mm, as an artist because ai can't do hands that's one of the telltale that's one of like the the very easy ways to tell whether something was created by ai is to look at the hands because they always have like 10 fingers or like wonky shit like ai can't do hands they can't do hands and they can't do teeth like it like looks normal from a distance but then you like look at it and you're like oh what the fuck? Oh, interesting. I wonder why it seems. Or it often it'll just like cut off the hands. I don't know. It I seems AI like it'd be pretty simple to get. Like not. I mean, I can see like not being realistic, but like just the number of fingers. Like that seems like a really easy fix. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> they can't. They always have like either more or less fingers <laughs> than they're supposed to. <laughs> the fuck i mean i get it's it. like a thing with ai art like that's how you tell You're that's like... one of the main ways to tell is like <laughs> look at the hands like are the hands weird it's probably made by a computer wow bold so we have lady danbury so daphne like anthony tells daphne a little bit about like simon's dad and so this is like the, the first time she During really the milk like, hears scene, yeah. yeah anything about his like trauma and we have like lady danbury telling simon to like stop daphne from marrying the prince she's like don't be so stupid and he instead is like goes in the opposite direction he's like i will you. break up with you we were never and he does the classic you we were never friends you were a convenience oh. nothing I, more. i 
love but earlier i this- love wait, that wait. we can never be friends micro trope because it's no, like but, you no, know but- he means i love. don't think no and i remember thinking sorry i just want to note that before this he does turn he does have the classic turning down yes sex worker micro trope because sienna anthony's girl yeah goes after him and he turns her down he stands her up. I did. I was like, so this show does know that he's not supposed to sleep with people after mm-hmm. meeting the heroine. Mm-hmm. They just forgot about it in episode one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meeting. Well, had he met her yet? Yeah. I think so. They met at the ball. I think we noted that. Like, but like, next... not really. Like he thought, yeah. No, I like, I, I know. But I'm like strict like, about no, that. Yeah. Like you see yeah. her, it's got to be over. The, the we were never friends doesn't, it doesn't really, it isn't really fulfilled here because like, I love that the we can never be friends. I love the double meeting thing. But because he follows it up with like clarifying, like, well, you were just a convenience, just nothing mean. more. No, I know, I know, but like, I don't. I feel like that kind of negates the like double entendre there. But he does specifically say we can never be friends. Not we were never friends, but we mm, can never be friends. Sure? I wrote I down the we quote. I wrote friends. this quote. We can okay. never. We could never be friends. And I Fair like enough. maybe he doesn't mean it that. I just love. It's like the subtext of it. Yeah. Like yeah. you're like you fool, boo boo the fool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You naive little boy. You don't understand <laughs> <laughs> the truth. Um, we also, we get a lot of like, oh, one more thing about speaking of hands, skipping around here and and Simon. So like during that hand touch scene in the art gallery when like they almost touch hand, like blah, 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 sexual tension. Like I, like I understand, I understand the whole point. But this whole time, and I've noticed this since the first time I watched this season but the whole time I could not stop focusing on the fact that Ray John Page has one of his ears pierced like there's a very obvious oh. and large hole like I I honestly think like the hole is big enough where I'm like it seems like you might have even had a very small gauge huh. anyway that's neither here nor there it's a very clear hole in his ear and I just like honestly I think it would have been a perfect like way of like visual storytelling to like show that like Simon was like this wild world adventuring rake or whatever like bad boy if he had like started the season with like a fang in his ear you know what I mean like a fang earring Mm. and what ear like I just feel like what what an immediate way to know like this guy is weird Mm -hmm. like this guy's seen some things Mm -hmm. seen and done it also would have very much given like colonialism though Oh, 100%. But... <laughs> 100%. So I can see why they didn't, they chose not to go in that direction, but absolutely right. But like, yeah. I'm just saying, like, like yeah, like, but it was there because they didn't even yeah. cover it up with no, the makeup. Right, like, right. it's like, so right. obvious. It's, it's so bold, too, because there's definitely, right, there's got to be like easy ways to do that. Like, I'm sure that's something yeah. you know, they deal with all the time. And they were just like, it's a no for us. They're yeah. just like, he's going to have his no, ears yeah. pierced. Yeah. And I could not stop focusing on it on this, this specific scene. I was like, he has a hole in his ear. <laughs> put something in it put something in the injury. hole maybe it's supposed to be an injury where his dad like stabbed him or something his dad listen. didn't see him that's the whole trauma he never he like barely even talked to I, his dad listen. that's true it's bold <laughs> <laughs> oh and speaking of like benedict i just like his scenes this season are just like particularly difficult to watch Mm-hmm. Because I just like mm-hmm. the knowledge that they're never going to make him canonically bisexual is just 
infuriating. Like, I just like this whole season, like they kind of scaled it back in season two and they gave him a girlfriend probably because everyone was like, Benedict's gay. And they were like, no, look, he's fucking a woman Mm -mm. as his side plot. But season one, I was like, you just set it up. You set it up so well. And I will never forgive them. Yeah, like what else? I just don't. It's just so bold because like what else? There's no other. Like what else could they have been setting up? Like there was no purpose to that. No. Especially because in all, in like the trailer for it, all of the trailers were like Benedict and a dude. You know what I mean? And there mm-hmm. was like, they showed like the two dudes kissing at the party and like you couldn't see like one of the dude's faces, but he had brown hair. So you're like, oh my God, it could be Benedict. Uh, let's talk, I'll t- talk about Marita. I just want to say that like, I really like Marina and Penelope's friendship and I'm mad that like it doesn't last. Um, also, this is the episode where we get like the, you know, like Marina gets the fake letter that Lady Featherington mm-hmm. and the housekeeper like created the, like, totally from her. Right. That's Flashback. what I was, I was like. All you had to say it. was it's like, obvious. We already got it. Like we got she it. goes got up, she tells like it like smirk. flashes like same moment, not a flashback, but it like goes to Lady Featherington and the mm-hmm. housekeeper in a room and Lady Featherington is like, it seems our plan worked. And that's all you needed. You mm-hmm. didn't need the weird like blue toned <laughs> flashback. <laughs> it was like sepia tone. Yeah. No, I know. It's just like you didn't so, need it. Yeah. Why did we yeah. have it? <laughs> I could, yeah. I could get what you, yeah. what you're putting down. I do down. like the little like Varley Featherington shoulder hug scenario like what is the actual relationship between these people like i don't know the serpent master relationship is yeah. an odd one i don't know but yeah penelope and marina's friendship it is really sad but it yeah it's ruined later yeah. also in this episode lady Featherington takes marina to like see the poor people and she's mm. like look at what'll happen if you don't get married because you're pregnant and then marina gives this whole like girl boss speech where she's like these people are hard working and great and i'm like listen marina i applaud you like yes like lady featherington's super privileged like you get it but also i need you to understand that being poor in regency england was like in regency london was really really bad it was not yeah. just like oh i'm a hard-working person it was <laughs> It was just miserable. Like you were not straight up, not having a good time. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, I just it's really bold. <laughs> it's giving like Eloise, honestly, in this moment for Marina. Yeah, like, I mean, it's the whole every like all the feminism yeah, <laughs> yeah. in this season is like that. Exactly. Also, we get um a little. There's a little moment, little a little positive corset representation in which marina is getting fitted for a new wardrobe so she can go like catch a husband to be her baby daddy and um madame delacour puts a busk in her in her stays and a busk is a little wooden stick that you would put like between the boobs in stays and it would help with posture and it would also like separate your boobs because like that was the style whatever it's not very it's not uncomfortable or anything it's just like a wooden stick at like you know makes whatever it keeps it like it's like support anyway your boobs i thought cleavage was the thing no no no. they were cleavage but like the boobs would be so the boobs would be like two distinct things as opposed to like fully like smushed together like the style was like for two Mm. round orbs instead of one shelf (laughs) i don't know i don't know how to do i just know that was that was part of things of busted but busks they were actually and i i kind of wish that they had incorporated because they know about bus and bus were actually often used um, between lovers as like a thing where like the the one person would like paint or like draw or like write a little message on your bus and then like you would put in your corset or in your stays and it would be like a little cute like you know like secret like thing that you're carrying around 
Oh, I don't wow. know. I just feel like that'd be cute. And I feel like they underutilize. I just feel like it's a really cute part of history yes. that they could have like yeah. put wait, in. Wait, wait, wait. You're, who would you write a letter on your bus? Like your lover. Your, a letter a bus, on your bus? On the wooden. No, no, no. They would like you paint something or draw something or like write something on the wooden stick. That's what the bus is. A man would so draw you, something on a wooden stick. Are we saying this? I is- mean, it's not literally a stick. On the busk, and then the woman would put it, use it as a busk in her stays. So she's like carrying around like a, she's like wearing a memento from her lover that nobody else can see. Because it's didn't in her know stays. men were allowed to paint. <laughs> well, Benedict. <laughs> Drawn hands yeah, all over right. the place. So is it the women? Is it women? women well, yeah, because men, I mean, actually men did some of them wear stays. So like I can't hmm. level that out. Okay. But anyway. Anyway. When does Violet do her shitty time is of the essence speech? I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll my last comment, that. my last comment is just that um, Daphne, this episode somehow has Daphne's best looks and her worst looks. Like we start when she has that beginning scene when she meets Prince Friedrich. Great outfit. Great hair. At the end when she's wearing her sparkly white dress and she drops the fan like she's to seduce Prince Friedrich. Great outfit. Great look. All the looks in between the ugliest she has ever looked in the whole season. I, I don't understand what was going on with the costumes and the hair and makeup design in this specific episode. Like somehow <laughs> the best and the worst she's ever looked. I don't understand. <laughs> also the wig for her hair when it's like down. I was like, why does this look like it's been like, it's like a middle schooler who has fried her hair within an inch of its life because she strains it every day. But one day she wanted to be quirky and she put it in braids to make it crimpy. Like that's what it's like damaged and like chemically fried. Like split. it just looks so bad. And I don't hair, understand. Yeah. No, it's not thin. It just looks like this, the ends look like they're, they've been fried. <laughs> like it just looks so unhealthy. And I don't understand that would not happen with Regency hair. Also, it's a wig. Why can't you make it look better? It's a fucking wig. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> Who made these decisions? <laughs> anyway, that's the end. That's our very <laughs> off-topic episode on Bridgerton okay. episode one, season three. Uh, Rachel, where can they find season us? Season one, episode three. What? I don't know. Okay. Allison, where can they find us? <clears throat> Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at We Read It One Night, Twitter at We Read It Podcast, Etsy, our Etsy store called Evelyn and Adelaide Prints and Designs, after and it cats. is named after our cats. Yes, it is named after our cats. We also have an Instagram for it if you want to go follow it. Uh, you can also get like our We Read It One Night merch on Redbubble if you so choose. Godspeed, comrades. Godspeed. Godspeed.